Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live. We are going to explore the principles that equip us and help us to thrive in change. We are here in the United States on the eve of Independence Day, the 4th of July, where we celebrate freedom here in the United States. And boy, the choice to thrive in change is a freedom I embrace. We are free to choose how we approach change, how we deal with it. And tonight, our topic is going to explore who we go through change with, who we go through change with. So I'm excited to talk about that. Our principle tonight, our Thrive principle is hashtag trust the process. Um, You may not think about the people that you surround yourself with as being part of a process of you developing and growing or not growing. Uh, But I'm here to tell you, your friends, the people you surround yourself with are part of your process of who you are and who you are becoming, whether you have thought about it that way or not. So hashtag trust the process. Welcome, everybody, jumping on. Mary, I'm glad you're able to be here with us live. Philip, happy 4th of July weekend to you, too. Carol, I'm glad you're here. Awesome. All right. This is this is great, you guys. I wasn't sure, being that it's a holiday weekend here, um, how many of you would be able to pop in live. So it's always good to see you live. For those of you who aren't able to see it live, you know there's a YouTube channel, Shannon LaBriere. Thrive and Change, you can look that up. Wait, might be Shannon LaBriere. Darn, you guys, I'm going to have to find out what it's called because it doesn't have an official name yet. I need 100 people to follow my YouTube channel. Then I get to name it something that makes sense. I will tell you this, though. You can go to YouTube and you will find it if you type in Shannon LaBriere. You'll see my smiling face. I'm there. And when I'm done with this broadcast, I'll pop it into the comments so that you guys can see it in our feed. How's that sound? Hi, Corey. I'm glad you're here. All right. Before we get too far in, you guys, Thumb Roast Coffee, the best coffee I've ever drunk. And I highly recommend you check it out. And I'm not just recommending you go and buy it online. I'm also giving you a goodie that you can cash in to get 15% off, courtesy of Thumb Roast Coffee. And it is the coupon code THRIVE, T-H-R-I- V-E. Thrive will get you 15% off at thumbroastcoffee.com. And I'm here to tell you, you will love it. It is delicious. Get some Sanilac Sunrise. You will not be sorry. Uh, Or Blue Lake, as everyone knows, one of my favorites. Everything there is fresh. It is locally roasted and then shipped to you within days of being roasted. It's delicious. You will love it. Use that coupon code to get that 15% off. All right, with that, let's get started. All right, so week before last, 
which was our last Sunday Night Live, we talked about how to practice changing, how to practice dealing with change in the small things, in the day-to-day things, using our four Thrive principles so that when big change comes, we are able to be resilient in the middle of it. We are not um, hoping that we will rise to the occasion, but because we have been leaning into those principles, bringing the honor, respecting the now, being present, trusting the process and finding the beauty because we have been using those principles in our everyday lives when the big change comes, we can actually sink to the level of our training. We do not have to hope that we're going to do better under pressure because the sad news is we do not. (laughs) Um, We do not. We sink to the level of our training. That's why it's so important to practice, just practice using the principles, practice. And I made a comment at the end of that broadcast where I mentioned that I've been going through a lot of big change, uh, unwelcome change, major change, and it matters who I'm surrounding myself with. And I promised that we would talk a little bit about that. Um, (laughs) I promised that we would talk a little bit about that. And I'm not going to go into a bunch of details about the last couple of weeks that I've been through because there has been a lot of unwelcome change come my way. But I can tell you this, I can tell you this, the fact that I have chosen to surround myself with people who support healthy change in my life has made all the difference in the world. I will never forget when I was in college and I had um, my my roommate um, and I weren't very close, but down the hall, there were a couple of young ladies that we hit it off like gangbusters and we had a blast and I really liked them. And one of them was very supportive of me. And the other one was always like naysaying. I never like, I never looked quite right. I always should have worn something else. Uh, Every other aspect of this girl was great, but you know, she just always had something kind of snarky to say about me. And I realized that that person was kind of sapping my confidence. I would start off, see him down in the dining hall. Hey, you know, we'd have a great breakfast. And I would find by the end of my conversation that my self-esteem was just kind of going down, down, down. Instead of going up, up, up. That person that I saw every day was having an impact on my ability to be my best self. I was making different choices because I felt like whatever insulting thing she had said to me that day. I don't believe that she was trying to tear me down. She wasn't intentionally thinking of ways to make me feel bad. But her wiring and her habit was to point out my flaws. She felt like that was her goal in life. Has anybody run into someone like that, that they feel like that their contribution to humanity is to point out flaws, right? We've all seen them. We've all been with them. Sometimes we work with them. I'm here to tell you, ah, we got a thumbs up, which yeah, I'm I'm not alone. Um, I'm here to tell you that if you choose 
to spend your valuable time with people whose goal is to always find flaws, you are going to have a tough time dealing with change in a healthy way because it erodes your sense of confidence and your sense of of self-esteem, of being able to trust yourself. It matters who you spend your time with. It matters. If you want to be super great at thriving in the midst of change, you need to look at the processes that are at work in your relationships. And you can choose to make changes in your relationships. And I know some of you are like clutching your face. No, I can't do it. I've known that friend forever. Well, you know, just because you've been friends for 30 years doesn't mean that you need to allow that person to be part of your inner circle. My mentor and friend, John Maxwell, says that we are the people that we surround ourselves with. We become like them. Our inner circle, he calls it, the law of the inner circle. We become most like the five people that we spend the most time with. And so on this eve of Independence Day, of celebrating our freedom here in the United States, I invite you to take a look at the choices you are making with who you are allowing to influence you. Now, before you start thinking, she's telling me to get rid of all my friends, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the people you surround yourself with, the people whom you allow to speak into your life are going to speak either life or death. They are either going to help you grow and get better, or they are going to cause you to shrink back, perhaps in fear, perhaps in embarrassment, and you get to pick how much influence they have. Excuse me. What if this is a person? What if you are surrounded with people that you didn't choose? What What if it's your family? I'm here to tell you that if your family is not speaking life into you, you can choose not to allow their words to influence you. I know that sounds hard, but this journey of life that we are on, if we want to actually thrive and change, we have to get real clear on who we are going to allow to accompany us closely on our journey. Because if we don't have people who love us, who support us, who have our best interests at heart, if we do not have those people with us, people who respect our ability to choose and our right to choose our path, if we do not surround ourselves with those kind of people, we will not be able to live up to our potential. Why? Because we have given our choice to other people. We have allowed them to determine what I do with my life. That's a whole different thing from asking for advice, getting wisdom, having a wise counselor, having a friend who speaks wisdom, who listens. So valuable. You need a friend like that. I've got a few categories here I'm going to go through, and some of them might make you laugh. Um, And you probably have some people like this in your life, and I do too. 
but I am constantly making sure that the people that I keep closest to me, the people whose opinions I value the most are people who are going to be life-giving, not life-sucking. All right. So let's see. Carol's just shouting out to Blue Light Coffee. I love that. Philip says it matters who you spend time with. I'm reminded of the man that his friends lowered him through the roof for healing. Yeah, right? What a great example, Philip, of friends who are willing to go the extra mile to get help for their, their friend. Uh, beautiful stuff. All right. Mary says you've helped me slowly make these changes. I'm getting out of the valley of dry bones. Feels good. Oh, that makes my heart sing, Mary. Congratulations and well done. Corey says that there was a time when I surrounded myself with people who were very judgmental of others. Looking back on that time, I was less confident at that time, even if the judgment wasn't distracted at me. I was always expecting the judgment to be directed at me next. Um, and Lisa says, good evening. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> okay, Corey, you make a good point. Just, just like any other um, frenemy, right? Just like any other frenemy, that person or the people that we surround ourselves with, when they are directing judgment at others, we always worry about being the next one. When they're backstabbing, we always worry about being the next one. You raise such a great point that even if we're in on it, there is going to come a time when we're not. And it costs us. It costs us in, um, in our ability to be confident and go forward, right? Okay, so here's some of the some of the uh, com the um, categories of people in our lives. You can choose to surround yourself with competitors, or you can surround yourself with collaborators. Competition can be a really good thing, but you know when that competitive element of your friendship has crossed over and it's not just a friendly competition, it's unhealthy. How do you know it's unhealthy? When somebody isn't smiling at the end, when one person in that exchange doesn't know when it's time to stop, when it's always one up and one up and one up. Those are competitive relationships that can sometimes motivate us to achieve goals, but it is, it is risky to allow those kind of competitive relationships to be in your inner circle because what our souls crave is collaboration. Somebody who can be with us on our journey, be happy for us when we do well, not be backstabbing and rumor mongering to try and keep us down. My husband had, without going into the whole long story, he just made a great point about people in general and how there are two ways to quote unquote, get ahead. One way, and we saw this in some relationships that we had in our lives, and we had to we had to cut these relationships short. One way for a person in a relationship uh, to succeed, if you will, is to grow, 
right, is to enhance themselves, is to get skills, get talent, get ability, work hard, follow their dreams, push through the fear, all those wonderful things. That's a way. But there are some people, and there may be some of these people in your circle, who choose not to develop themselves. They would just prefer to hold you down. That way they still feel like they're cool, right? They're, they're up. Woohoo! If you have people, a person in your circle that worries more about holding you down than they do about improving themselves, that's a relationship you need to look at stepping away from. Don't allow that kind of, of a competitive spirit to become part of the process of you becoming because every day that goes by, you are becoming something. You are becoming someone. And the people that you surround yourself matter. The people that you surround yourself with matter. All right, competitor, collaborator. How about this one? Backstabbers or encouragers? Backstabbers or encouragers? I almost don't even have to elaborate on that one. If there are people in your life, relationships that you have, where when you are not in the room, they are saying negative, hurtful things about you, I'm just going to ask you a direct question. What keeps you in that relationship? What keeps you in a relationship where you can't trust somebody to say good things about you when you're not in the room? What keeps you in that relationship? Because when you can't trust the people closest to you to speak good things about you, I'm not saying that they would speak, you know, like all sunshine and rainbows. I'm not saying that nobody would ever say like maybe somebody would say about me, oh, you know what, Shannon, she forgot my birthday. It really hurt my feelings. That's a little different than the person, and you know what I'm talking about, that as soon as I leave the room, this starts happening. The backstabbers. Step away. You can choose to step away from the people who are not sincere and look for a person in your inner circle who will encourage you, encourage you to grow, encourage you to be bold, to be courageous. Somebody who will encourage you in your hopes and your dreams. Not the backstabber. If there is a backstabber that's a part of your process of becoming, it is time to step away from that relationship. Don't allow a backstabber to be close to you because you will spend more time worrying about what they're going to do next than you will wondering and getting excited about what you can do next. Your energy goes to the wrong place and where our focus goes, our energy flows. If you're always in protection mode, you are not able to put your energy toward the thing that really matters, right? <clears throat> ah, all right. How about this one? Frady cats <laughs> versus courageous cats. <laughs> there isn't a, cor uh, a corollary to frady cats. I couldn't come up with anything witty, but you'll get the point. 
people who are afraid, who live in fear, will infect you. And their fearful process will become part of your thought process. I'm going to say that again. Fearful people, when you listen to them, their fearful process becomes a part of your process and it makes you more fearful. There is a big difference between somebody speaking um, warning, like, hey, you might want to be careful about that. Hey, that guy just wanted to give you a heads up. That's different than the person who says, don't try it. Don't try it. It'll never work. What if it goes wrong? The Frady cat. Wise counsel is different. Wise counsel isn't saying you should be afraid and not do it. You should be afraid of the consequences. You be, should be afraid that you're going to mess up. That's the Frady cat speaking. And the Frady cat will keep you stuck. Always afraid to do anything because often they're afraid to do anything. Look at the people that you have closest to you and are they speaking fear to you? Are they telling you you can't do it? Because I'm here to tell you you can and I don't care what it is. I'm here to tell you if it is something that you want, that you desire, that you have a gift or a talent for, you can have it. And if you are surrounded with people who constantly tell you, you can't have it because you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not rich enough. Maybe they're telling you that you can't have it because you're too old or you're too young. I am here to tell you that is a friend you need to step away from. That friend cannot be part of your inner circle because they are making you daily. Their process daily is making you more afraid. You are going to be like the five people that you spend the most time with, the people that you are closest with, who is in your inner circle. Don't want the Frady cat. You want the courageous cat. <laughs> you want the courageous cat. As I'm looking back on my, on my two weeks here where I've been just bombarded with a lot of unwanted change, uh, sad things, uh, difficult things. I take a look at my inner circle and what is my inner circle telling me? And I am so grateful. They are speaking life into me. Shannon, it's going to be okay. You can do this. Shannon, we care about you. I'm sorry you lost your father, but you are going to be able to move forward with some great memories. They listen to me. They are courageous. They are courageous in the way they approach their lives, and they are encouraging me to be courageous in the way I approach mine. Ah, thank God for courageous friends. You need your inner circle to be courageous and encourage you to be courageous. The Frady Cat is afraid of failure. Oh, what if it doesn't work? Oh, what if it, what will happen? If you surround yourself with people who are afraid to take action, then you will become afraid to take action. And the change you want to see happen will not happen because of who you've become. 
you've become a person who is afraid to take a bold step, afraid to take a first step. And that happens because of our inner circle. We have to surround ourselves with people who are brave, courageous, and who encourage us to be courageous as well. And who are the kind of friends who say, and you know what? I don't think it's a great idea. If you go for it, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I love you. I hope it works out. What can I do to help? Supportive, not backstabbing. Stabbing. I told her not to do it. I knew that was going to be a big mess. You can choose your friends. We are so free. We have the ability to choose who we allow in our inner circle. We can have so many people on the fringe that we love and we care about. Many times our family members are the fearful fraidy cats. And it's not because they don't love us. It's because they do. It's because they do. There are some things that I know I would not go and ask my mom, can I do this? My mom was not a big fan. Did not want me getting on the blue streak at Cedar Point. <laughs> Wanted to keep me safe. She was not courageous. I could not allow my mom to make those decisions for me. I knew she's not that person. I love her. She loves me, but she loves me too much to be neutral. As a parent, I try to be neutral when I'm talking with my children, but I I don't want them to be hurt. I want to keep them safe. It's part of it's part of who we are. It's not always a bad thing, but it's important. It is necessary for us to recognize when people are trying to keep us safe or they are afraid for themselves, so they're afraid for us too. And we have to know that our inner circle needs to be people who will speak courage to us. Not, I'll leave it at that. They can speak courage to us. Choose an inner circle, choose friends to travel with you on your life journey that are going to speak to you with courage and not fear. <clears throat> and the last one we're gonna talk about is this. We can have the friend who everything is a pity party and an excuse, the woe is me friend. You know who it is in your circle. You know who it is, who they will always give you an excuse. Yeah, well, you know, you, you couldn't do it because, and they're right there to make you, quote unquote, feel better for not doing whatever it was you said you do. You do. Oh, you didn't start your diet. Well, you know, it was raining, but you, you'll start next week. Those kind of friends, those kind of people, it's like, they're feeding us candy all the time. And we need people who will just support us no matter what. But when it comes to our inner circle, we need the friend who is not going to be the woe is me. I always have an excuse. There's always someone to blame. We need the person in our inner circle who will say about themselves and about us. We are each capable, competent people who are resilient who can take a chance and risk failure and be okay, learn from it and move on. We can achieve goals if we surround ourselves with people who constantly give us an excuse for not getting what we say we want. We'll never get what we want. <laughs> They'll be right. The people we listen to are 
prophesying into our lives daily. And it can be so challenging to disregard what they say. I'm here to tell you the simple solution is to take those people out of our inner circle. Put those people further away. Don't give them your best ear. Don't give them your best time. Don't allow them to speak words of discouragement, words of um, offense, insulting, um, keeping you down. Don't let those people have access to you because what God's put in you is bigger than all of the naysayers. It's bigger. It's more valuable. And you are the steward of that. Don't allow people to pick away at your dream, at your hopes, at your goals. And you get to choose who is in that circle. Carol says this, we can limit time with those we can't let go and be very careful. Yes. Carol, great point. We're not talking about cutting everybody out of your life limiting the time that we spend listening to those people and being careful, putting on our armor, if you will, so that we don't absorb all of their negativity, their insults. Um, we have to be very proactive. She says, it's easier to spend time with people like our Saturday morning class who help me every single week. And Carol, that is another great point. If you do not have a circle of people who are collaborative, encouraging, courageous, um, confident, proactive. There are places to find them. One of them is right here. Another one is Saturday mornings for our live stream leadership group. That is a group of women that is 100% committed to being a healthy inner circle. <laughs> Everybody is striving to become a better friend, a better mentor, a better leader. It is a safe place. There may be other groups. It doesn't have to be live stream leadership, but there has to be somewhere for you where you can safely, with confidence, with trust, share what you want, the change you'd love to see happen. And have people who will collaborate with you, who encourage you, who are courageous, who will, will treat you with uh, respect, who will hold you accountable to what you say you want. Ah, that's it, you guys. Who are you journeying with? And the reminder that you get to choose. You don't have to journey with the people who aren't for you, who don't love you, who don't believe in you, you can step away. Make sure that that inner circle that you surround yourself with and listen, make sure that inner circle is filled with people who are speaking life. They're not talking behind your back. They're not judging others like Corey talked about. You get to choose. And then one last little admonishment before we go be, be that collaborative, encouraging, courageous, confident, helpful, supportive friend to somebody else. How can you be that? How can you be that kind of a person for somebody in your circle? Are you modeling 
those qualities when you're talking to the people who listen to you. It is always an honor and a privilege to be able to speak into somebody's life. I never take it lightly. And you should never take it lightly. There are people that you influence every day. What are you speaking into them? What are you showing them? Are you being that kind of a person, um, that kind of a friend that you would love to have, who's going to speak truth and life into others? All right. Thank you all for tuning in. It's always an honor. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Love to see your comments. Feel free to pop them in and I will see you again next week.